BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the holidays, a time to raise a glass of cheer and celebrate. But if that's an adult beverage, be warned, police are cracking down on drunk and drug impaired driving this holiday season. There was a couch and a tree branch like hanging out there, so you have to weasel your way around and try not to have an accident going down this curve over here. Illegal dumping causing safety concerns on Spring Garden Drive in the village of Riverview when the mess known as Garbage Trail is expected to be cleaned up. St. Louis City judges want to hire their own bailiffs. Why they say the responsibility should no longer be in the hands of the city sheriff. Lots of work to do for Drew Bannister. And in sports, a successful debut for the Blues' new interim head coach. A look at the highlights from their victory over the Ottawa Senators. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back on this Friday, December 15th. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Margie Ellisor in for Blair Leday. Check you outside this morning together. Credit Union Roof Camera here in Maryland Heights at Fox 2 Studios. And feeling uh, pretty good out there once again this morning. We're going to have another heat up, Angela? We are. We're going to get back up to around 60 degrees this afternoon. Nice. And in fact, we're running about 10 degrees warmer than we were yesterday at the same time out the door this yeah. morning. So our coldest temperatures are in the mid-30s as we take a look around the region. And we have places like Farmington right now reporting 47 degrees. It's 45 at Lambert Airport. That temperature at Lambert has been steadily climbing since midnight. So we are a little bit more comfortable out the door. Now, that being said, go ahead and take your coat with you this morning. Have on that heavier sweatshirt, whatever you need. We're in the mid to upper 30s in many spots, low 40s in others. But we're going to get back to that 60-degree mark by this afternoon. Clouds, yes, but rain, no. That won't be the case tomorrow. We'll talk about our incoming storm system and the wet conditions for our Saturday coming up in just a couple of minutes. Right now, let's check on those roads. Calista? For the most part, Angela, things have been quiet out on the roadways this morning. You can see lots of green on our map, I know you see that accident on Lindbergh approaching 270, but as far as I can see on our traffic cameras, there's nothing going on. Now, one thing that is going on starting at the hour, if you're taking Manchester Road through the De Pere area, we have a closure between North Geyer and Vanita Drive going on from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. in that westbound direction. So just be aware this is going on. Generally speaking, though, 55 looking good. Moving through Melville, hitting speeds around 62 miles per hour. And once you hit South Broadway, you're looking at about 55 miles per hour. So again, those travelers heading in from the east side, we are seeing things pick up, but nothing of any major concern. John? All right, thanks, Calista. Now, Illinois police throughout the state begin campaigns today targeting impaired drivers. Yeah, the power of two is Chris Renier live in Collinsville to explain. Good morning, Chris. Marjorie, good morning to you. John, good morning to you as well. We are just outside of the Illinois Department of Transportation and Illinois State Police complex here in Collinsville. This holiday enforcement campaign is being administered by IDOT and the goal here is to make highways like 5570 just behind us here safer during this holiday season. From today through January 2nd, police across Illinois are teaming up with IDOT to show zero tolerance for alcohol and drug impaired driving. 
Law officers in Missouri started a similar effort on the day before Thanksgiving that is running through New Year's Day. Police reminding motorists this morning that driving impaired, whether it's from alcohol, marijuana, or any other substance, no matter if it's legal or not, is potentially deadly and illegal behavior. Figures show why these law enforcement safety campaigns are so critical. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration saying that in 2021, nearly 13,400 people across the country were killed in car crashes involving an alcohol-impaired driver. Between 2017 and 2021, a person was killed in a drunk driving crash in the U.S. approximately every 45 minutes. And the Missouri Highway Patrol reports that in 2021, 672 people in Missouri were seriously injured and 215 people were killed in crashes involving an impaired driver. Edwardsville Police putting out some guidelines this morning to try and combat these tragic crashes. They say to make a safe ride home plan before you leave for a party. Pull over and call 911 if you see impaired drivers. And finally, take the keys from impaired drivers and make arrangements to get them home safely. We will see if these law enforcement efforts pay off as the holiday season unfolds. For now, live in Collinsville, I'm Chris Frenier. Chris, thank you. A half mile stretch of road from St. Louis into St. Louis County is becoming known as the garbage trail because of illegal dumping. The Power of Two's Andy Banker shows us the mess and discovers cleanup could finally begin as early as this morning. This is Spring Garden Drive where the city of Riverview, St. Louis County and the city of St. Louis all come together. The illegal dumping is so bad here, you have to steer around it. It's dangerous and no one's doing anything about it. It looks like the city dump out there. There was a couch and a tree branch like hanging out there, so you have to weasel your way around and try not to have an accident going down this curve over here. I've stopped several people from dumping right there. I mean, you've confronted them? Oh, yes, no? yes. I advised them, hey, you guys can't do that. You need to take whatever you got and go with you. Residents routinely catch people in the act. One sign warns dumpers about fines and jail time. Another simply asks for respect. This is the response. People say it's gone on for years and there's a little bit of everything from people neatly tying up trash bags but dumping them here to contractors tossing construction debris. There's old furniture, a half dozen mattresses, a kiddie swimming pool, along with heaps of standard household trash. The owner of the All in the Family Child Care is now hiring people to clean up the roadside along his property. It gets overbearing, and now it's overbearing, and my kids don't deserve to see that. That's why we're in a country setting. You know what I mean? I want my kids to see the country. I don't want them to see trash. What does it say to the people who are coming to rent a house or buy a house in this neighborhood when that's the first thing they see driving in here? It's a horrible eyesore. Nobody should have to live with it. It's pretty sad. A Riverview official says the roadside trash will be cleaned up, and St. Louis Alderwoman Pam Boyd is calling for a combined effort from St. Louis, St. Louis County, and Riverview to install surveillance cameras, prosecute offenders, and clean up the garbage trail once and for all. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore is not using an exclusion list to stop certain police officers from testifying in criminal cases. Our partners at the Post-Dispatch report that Gore only doesn't have a list. His predecessor, Kim Gardner, though, was criticized for building a list of dozens of officers banned from bringing cases over concerns about the officer's credibility. At one point, there were about 75 officers on her list. Gore said he was simply given a list of names without any information about the reason each officer was on it.
St. Louis City judges are looking to hire their own bailiffs due to staffing issues in the St. Louis Sheriff's Department. The uh, St. Louis Sheriff, Vernon Betts, is responsible for hiring bailiffs. According to our partners at the uh, Post-Dispatch, the court hopes to hire 36 bailiffs to provide security to courtrooms and jurors. The presiding judge of the St. Louis Circuit Court says the sheriff's deputies would still staff security desks at courthouse entrances. There has been tension between the judges and the sheriff's department since judges blocked 16 of uh, Vernon Betts' courthouse hires back in August when he didn't follow proper hiring protocol. Betts says the judges want to take over the sheriff's department. He said as long as he's living in St. Louis, that's not going to happen. A recent spike in shoplifting has some retailers hoping more can be done. Just last week, Chesterfield police reported more than a dozen cases of retail theft. Now, back in 2018, we showed you the department's special enforcement unit, officers on the lookout for shoplifters. The unit continues that work this holiday season. They're trying to be proactive in addressing holiday thefts. Police also encourage anyone who witnesses shoplifting to avoid intervening, but certainly write down any information like for their license plate. Well, St. Charles County sues to defend the right of Missouri counties to collect sales tax on recreational marijuana sales. The move is designed to intervene in a lawsuit filed against St. Louis County by mar the marijuana industry. St. Charles County's lawsuit argues that uh, counties have a legal right to collect a sales tax on rec marijuana sales, even if there is also a local town sales tax on marijuana. Opponents say overlapping sales taxes for marijuana, well, that's unconstitutional. A settlement agreement is reached between United Steelworkers Local 1899 and U.S. Steel. The deal provides two months of back pay for members who were laid off this fall without proper notice. In response, State Representative Jay Hoffman of Swansea released this statement that reads in part, This situation has underscored the importance of the WARN Act. And I appreciate the work from United Steelworkers Local 1899 under difficult circumstances to secure what workers were rightfully owed. Last call for artists in celebration of its 120th anniversary, Grants Farm is looking for someone to design and paint a permanent mural that celebrates the legendary aspects of that St. Louis property. The call for artists was announced earlier this year, but the deadline has arrived. All mural design submissions must be received by midnight tonight. The winner will receive $5,000 cash. Grants Farm will also pay for all the materials necessary to install this mural. Two runners-up will receive $1,000 cash each. If you want to get more information about how you can submit your idea, and time's running out, find this story. It's on our website at fox2now.com. In sports, the Blues hosted the Ottawa Senators last night at Enterprise Center. It was the return of former Blues player Vladimir Tarasenko. But all eyes on this guy. That's interim head coach Drew Bannister making his NHL debut after replacing the fired Craig Berube. Second period, up 1-0 on the goal by Robert Thomas. He does it again, scoring to make it 2-0 Blues. Still in the second period, Brandon Saad here. That's going to extend the Blues' lead to 3-0. Third period, now 3-1 Blues. Pavel Buchnevich scores his 10th goal of the season. And the Blues go on to beat the Senators the final 4-2, ending that four-game losing streak and giving Drew Bannister his first NHL win. It's not about me. It's never going to be about me. Um, it's about the group of players out there. Um, I think that's, you know, when I look at the game, 
I'm proud of the way we played. Uh, this group has gone through a lot in the last 48 hours, and it wasn't perfect, but they responded well here tonight. And there you have it.